welcome to Shirty Tuesdays. Listen, whew, it is your girl V, and of course I have a special guest today. And let me just let me just say this because you know I have to be just just a just a smidge, just just a smidge extra when I do this introduction, okay? Because this this is not just a sister. I mean, this is not just, I mean, she's a mom, she's a wife. I mean, she's a sister, she's an aunt, she's a cousin. I mean, she's she's a she's a lot of things. But one thing <laughs> that she is to me is what? my line sister. Woo! Hey, what's up, Jermaine? Hey. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going wonderful. How are you doing? Good. Just trying to hold the family down that's all well yes yes keep holding the family down i mean <laughs> you, you, you're doing an awesome job already so don't let it stress you don't let it stress you thank you <laughs> <laughs> so i want to say because i know some people are probably like okay what are we talking about and what does she mean by having your affairs in order you know people start freaking out and mm -hmm. people don't want to have these conversations mm -hmm. but the name of your business is mosaic Mm-hmm. Legal services? Did I do that right? Uh mosaic legal support services. Legal support services. Mm -hmm. I was missing an S. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mosaic legal support services. Now, right. now let's start off from the beginning. Tell okay. us who tell us how did you or how did how did this business start? Um, where did this vision come from? So the vision really started with my own personal experience. Um, in 2016, my dad passed away and my sisters and I um, had to handle my dad's affairs. And what that involved was finding his insurance policy, uh, finding his will, looking to see if he have a will, going mm -hmm. through everything that you would have to do when somebody passed away. And growing up, my dad told me and my sisters all our lives, I got a will. You're going to know you're going to the person who's over my will or, or the person that I have as my executor is going to contact you when I pass. And so, you know, we never worried about it because we're like, oh, we're good. He got a will. Right. And when it came down to it, we couldn't find his will. We found drafts, but we never found his will. Matter of fact, the person that he said was going to contact us never contacted us. And so that took me on my journey of probate, estate, all of it. Okay. And because he passed away in Washington, um, we had to probate his will in Washington. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So you have to you have to do the will of where he was residing, mm -hmm. where he was residing, in addition so, to where we live because he had stuff here in Texas. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. had to. Oh, okay. So let's back up a couple steps because you yeah. said there was a draft. Mm -hmm. So he had started writing. He started. Yep. The will. Mm -hmm. Did did he ever finish it as far mm -hmm. as like it was completed and he just needed to submit it to legal or was it? It, it was just a draft. We never found the original oh. will. We never found a, a printout copy of it. We just saw a draft. And so, you know, talking to family members, the people we assumed was his uh, executor or whatever, mm -hmm. it wasn't them. 
So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So even the person that was supposed to contact you, did, mm -hmm. did that person even know that they were supposed to? We don't even know. who. We, we never found out who they were. So oh. it could have been a family member. He could have had a friend. We just never found out. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you had so you having to deal with two states. Two states. Two Washington. total different laws. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, that sounds like a headache. Yeah, that it was. Like and it then was. let alone you're in the process of grieving. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're trying to deal deal with two things at the at the same time. That could be a bit much. It, so, definitely. So this is the start of how you started going through this journey and creating your business mosaic. Correct. Um, and so, so when did your business start? Was it immediately or? Because I know you you said a year when he passed away, so I didn't know if. No, if, it it actually I just started my business up. Um, it hasn't even been a year. Um, I've okay. been working in the legal field for over fourteen years, and I've worked anywhere from personal injury, med mal, uh, wrongful death cases, and here lately, God has placed it on my heart that so many people are dying, but nobody's prepared. And so what he laid on my heart is, Tremaine, you got to get people ready. You got to tell people and explain to the community why it's so important with getting their affairs in order. Getting your affairs in order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm seeing family members um, fighting over properties. Um, after a loved one passed, they're fighting over a house. They're fighting over cars. I've, I've actually had a family member when she passed, her kids got divided because she didn't have a will. And you see so many horrible things happen when family members pass mm -hmm. that now I feel like it's my time to inform, inform the community. Definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You definitely have to, to inform the community because, um, I can't remember when I contacted you, but I, I said, uh, I remember you posting about your business mm -hmm. and I said, oh, yes, we need to have that conversation because mm -hmm. I work in a hospital. And so, of course, you know, I'm always seeing different things happen with the families and things right. that are not prepared and right. and people didn't know that their family member was sick and then something mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. Um so what is your knowledge about advanced directives? Do you feel like that's something that people should have? Because I, me personally, I feel like everyone should have an advanced directive just in case something happens. Right, right. I actually definitely feel like everybody should have a, a, a an advanced directive. I feel everybody should have a financial power of attorney, um, guardianship if you have children, Mm -hmm. I think anything you have to expect the unexpected due to the pandemic. We've all seen so many loved ones pass away and right. if that didn't tell you anything else that showed you that you can go in the next day. And yeah, um, I've had family members who had strokes and we had to deal with Medicare and Medicaid and social security. They wouldn't talk to us. They wouldn't talk to us. And it was a script that they had where they would say, well, I still need to speak to this person. And we're like, well, she's non-responsive. And they're right. like, well, I still need to speak to him. And so 
it just shows if something happened to you where you're no longer able to speak, you have to have somebody to be able to speak for you. So for the you. importance with estate planning is you need to have these, these documents in place should something happen. And mm. in addition to giving the person that you're directing or, or, um, or putting in that spot, you need to also give them the information or at least tell them where you have your documents so that you can find them. Because if not, you're going to be like me when we were burying my daddy, not looking, having anything, looking for looking it. for stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when, and I don't think everyone understands the importance of the advanced directive. Because mm -hmm. sometimes I feel that they think, oh, this is only if I'm about to die mm -hmm. or if I'm going into surgery and right. somebody needs to make decisions for me or something like that. But I think they missed the beginning part because anything can happen. Like, you know, you can go to the store and end up having an accident. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then what? And so, you know, I, just, I, I really feel like this is this is a really important discussion. Right. And that's why I made that question. Are you ready to have this talk? Because right. usually when you talk about getting your affairs in order or mm -hmm. estate planning is, is what you um, called it, mm -hmm. um, people don't want to talk about it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And, and, and why? What have you, what has been the, the holdup on people wanting to have that discussion? I when think... You, a lot of the times it's, they don't want to talk about death. Mm -hmm. They don't want to think of passing on. I've heard people say, well, I'm not leaving anything to my family members or they could just fight over it when they, when I pass. And the truth of the matter, they really do be fighting. Yep, I mean, right. you see families destroyed. And so I'm trying to talk, working with the attorneys that I have, we're trying to, inform the community about the importance of it because mm -hmm. i know when i work wrongful death a lot of black hispanic uh families didn't have wills they didn't have wills they didn't have power of attorneys they didn't have last will and testament they didn't have anything and so mm -hmm. then you have to go through the process of who are your administrators or, or who are your beneficiaries and the administrator of your estate who, who isn't the next person in line to even get your stuff? Is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your children? And, and so it's it's a lengthy process. And then everybody's like, well, I need to get the money. You know, if it's a lawsuit, I want to get my money. But you have to now deal with the courts. Right. It's not just a quick fix. You can't get access mm -hmm. to your money. Just right. Even if you're immediate next of kin. Right. So, and I think, and I think that's something that people feel like, well, oh, it's my, it's my mom and I'm the only yeah. child. Mm -hmm. So there is no one else mm -hmm. and it's, it's harder than what it looks. It, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Wow. Even, um, even, I was going to say even husbands and wives, if, if a husband has uh, for example, a bank account mm -hmm. and he didn't put you as a beneficiary of his bank account. You as a wife don't just get to go in his bank account because you're the wife. Right. You have he has to list you as a beneficiary. If not, you got to go through the courts. You got to go through the courts. Yeah, and the bank will shut everything down. 
everything and just to even get access to it. Mm-hmm. And see, I don't think they understand that because mm-hmm. you know how you, you you see some of these people saying, um, oh, I don't need to be on his account. You know, I have right. my own money and da, 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 da. But then you have to remember when he if when he passed or either vice versa, who do you have listed on there? And some people have their parents listed, mm-hmm. especially if that account's been open before you even met your husband, you know? Yeah. So if that's the, if that account's still been open and you still have your parents listed and let's say your parents end up passing, you never thought about changing it or right. anything. And then now you're, you're, you're held up in court. Mm-hmm. You held up in court. Because you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay to be. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And with the pandemic, the courts are backlogged. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times it, you know, where it may take a couple of months, it's now taking a year, maybe two years, depending on how backed up that court is. So, you know, that's the importance of these documents to get you through to the next side, at least to to make some maneuvers. Right, right. Definitely. So when, so the first step of estate planning, what should what should happen? What should be their first step? Is it just having that conversation with their loved one or what do you recommend as the first step? Well, uh, what I tell my clients is um, the first step that I would tell you to do is one, itemize your personal belongings, create a list, go through your house and write down the things that you want to pass on to, to your family members. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's jewelry, who do you want to give that jewelry to? If it's a car, who do you want to pass that to? Um, is it a house? You know, um, I would just say go through, have a list, do a tablet. Don't do it all in one day because it may be overwhelming. When you start thinking about death, you know, you get sad. Right. Um, but just take your time, go through your house and itemize everything that you have in your house. Okay. That, that's, that's the first step. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. Because some people have a lot of things. Right, right. Especially like grandparents Mm -hmm. and even parents, they have a lot of things. And like you had shared earlier, if if you have assets in two different states, Mm -hmm. you have to make sure you uncover all of your all of your property and boats and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. that you may that you may have. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So making sure that you making sure that you at least itemize what you what you what you have in your house and which where you want it to go so so if someone says well just everything that's within this house i want it to go to xyz would that cover them if they just try to sum it up like that or do or because i know i don't i know you you are not able to to give legal advice right 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 so is that is that something that people try to do just because they don't want to take the time to even make I haven't seen per se anybody do that a lot of times you know when it comes to like clothes or shoes or something like that you're just like whoever wants it but they when it comes to the more pricier things like your jewelry that maybe your husband gave you or mom gave you or something like that you want to put those things on a list that you know that maybe a family member would definitely want to fight over um right personal personal assets um a, a motorcycle or something like that um 
And then when you when you have properties or if you are someone that maybe has a business in real estate or you have properties in multiple states, that's when you probably want to consider doing a living trust versus a will or a living trust and a will to do the catch-all. If you have minor children, you can put the information about their, their minor children in the will and do a living trust for your properties because you can transfer your, your properties can all go into that trust. And then no matter where you're at, you don't have to probate that. Oh, okay. Okay. So depending on how, how many assets you have mm -hmm. depends on how you need to write it down. Right. So if I, if I'm someone that has, like you had mentioned, I have a lot of business properties and all these things, then I'm going to need to put some things in the trust versus if I only have certain things in my house, then I can just write a will and be done right. with it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times, uh, people who um, have trust, um, they have a lot of a lot of assets. Um, and the difference between a trust and a will is a trust is private, where right. a will is public. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Now, when you say public, you mean public to the family members that, are that will read it or you mean public like public public i mean public as in somebody can go down to the courthouse once your will is uh is is probated or whatever you can go to the courthouse and pull up somebody's will really mm -hmm. okay then I'm sorry, that just threw me off. I, I wasn't expecting that. Why would you, well, I, I was going to say, why would you want to see someone else's will? But then again, I can understand if you are, like you had said earlier, someone arguing, our families mm -hmm. fussing about property and they're wanting to have access to this. And, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't know it was public information. It, I mean, a lot of people don't go to the courthouse looking for it. You right. know, you're not just going to go to the courthouse and say, oh, let me see all the, the wills that you have in your in your database. But, mm -hmm. you know, you have some some instances where you may have a family member or you may be a long lost family member and find out that you may have some some interest in, in that, that that will. So, in you know, will. OK. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. OK. So yeah. there's a difference between a will and then a trust. And mm -hmm. so the trust is private and a, and mm -hmm. a will is public. Okay. See, we're, see, we're learning. We're learning. Yeah. We're learning because this is information that you need to, to know. And especially when you, um, cause some people don't feel like, I know some people don't feel like doing these types of things because they don't mm -hmm. want to be bothered down with legal, right? you know, with having an attorney. Mm -hmm. um, we know that things can cost, and they may not have the funds to even do do that, you know, to even consult with an attorney. So what happens if you have someone that has a house, mm -hmm. the owner of the house passed away, mm -hmm. they didn't leave a will, but the family's going to assume, well, this is my mom's house. I can just take the house. You know, it's my mom's house. So I'm next to kin. So it's automatically mine. 
No. Is it? Well, I know it's no. (laughs) Does it ever ever get to a point to where the state could come in and take that house? Well, in, in that instance, they would definitely have to probate it because one, if it's, for example, a, a, a parent, and let's just say this parent have three children, the parent, mm-hmm. you have to probate the parent's shares. So I'll give you an example. If the, if, let's just say it's the elderly mother who and okay. has their, their daughter living with them. And maybe the daughter's name is on the property. And, and so the daughter owns 50% the mother owns 50 percent you still have to probate i mean yeah you still have to probate the mother's 50 percent amongst all three of the children oh even though she's already deceased her 50 percent, we have to figure probate. out what's going to happen to that other mm-hmm. part you have so, to establish the heirs and probate the property okay Okay, so that's where that, now explain what probate means, because I know some people may not know exactly what that means, and we're not talking about Greek stuff, but we're talking about legal things. So what exactly does that term mean into property? So basically probating means is that you're going through the court, and the court is, is you're submitting forms to, to establish who you are. If you're the the mother, the daughter, the son, you're establishing with the court who you are. And so there's forms that you have to fill out, court proceedings that you have to go to, hearings. Um, Depending on how much property it is, it may be several hearings so that the judge can make sure that you're moving everything along in that estate. Um, But it's it's basically a court proceeding. You like like a trial or anything else, it's a proceeding that you have to you have to go through when somebody passes away. Okay. Now, has there ever been, and I'm, I know you don't know all the cases, but has there ever been to where someone actually lost their house in probate? Like like the, the example that you gave earlier, let's say that 50% that needs to be split up between the other two kids that maybe they didn't want it or maybe they wanted all of the house or... Has it ever been, have you ever heard of, of that happening before? Um, I've seen where um, family members have said, hey, buy me out. You can have the, you can, you can have the house, but you're going to pay for it. But wait a minute. I don't have any money to pay for it. We go into court to then establish it. Up, then sell it. Let's sell it like, sell it like, sell it and move out. Okay, I mean, but that's when you 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 talk with the attorney, you tell the attorney right. what your wishes are, and they kind of help you to navigate through that whole process. That whole okay. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. But you know what? I I know this happens probably several times, mm-hmm. thousands of times, when people say, "Hey, you're gonna have to buy me out mm-hmm. of my shares." So so if I have to buy you out. Well, does that mean I have to use my own money or after the probate is over that I can use some of that funds to buy you out or you're going to have to come up with some money to buy to buy me out. 
you gonna have to you gonna have to figure it out because I know right. if, if a sibling know you you broke, they're not gonna just take an IOU. Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. Well, this is get this can get a little tricky. It this can get a little tricky with um with with everything because it it makes you kind of wonder um like is it i don't even want to say is it even worth it i shouldn't say it like that because it makes me feel bad when i say is it because of course it's worth it it's your parents property it's you know or your grandma's property so of course it's worth it but then it just makes you wonder geez do we have to fight over this but like you said earlier some of them say, "Hey, you, you're gonna. Uh oh, I lost Jermaine. She'll she'll hop back on here. Uh, but oh, there she goes. Uh, there you go. Got you. Got you back on here. <laughs> we we were talking so well that it is like, oh, not too much. <laughs> but I, but I was just saying, like, it's funny how you were saying earlier that some people really just want to fight over this, um, mm -hmm. and. I, and I, I feel like the reason they want to fight over it because they know nine times out of 10, especially if you know your sibling, that you're not, it's not going to be a successful win. And right, it's just right. more so of a power, um, more so of a power struggle mm -hmm. there. So, so with Mosaic supported legal, now I'm, I'm saying it backwards, Mosaic legal support services, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So what services do you offer in your business? Okay. So in my business, I offer um, one, I do the last, I have two, three different packages that I offer. The, okay. the, the first package has the living, the, the last will and testament. In addition, I provide um, the financial power of attorney, the medical directive, I also um, include guardianship documents if you have minor children. Um, that includes a consultation with the attorney, the finalization of all your documents, and then the will signing ceremony where um, I will come to your house, notarize all the documents with your witnesses there so that you can have everything with you. Um, okay. The So the last will and testament package i have a non-complex will and then we have a more complex will which have two different prices and then we also offer a living trust which includes the living trust the pour over will uh which is the catch-all from the living trust whatever you can't put in the living trust you will put in the um the pour over will it includes all of the documents that i told you before the financial power of attorney, the medical directive, the guardianship documents if needed, and a uh, consultation with the attorney. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So have have you ever ex had a client where they're not for sure if they want to do it or not, and they just need to talk and figure it out if they, or, you know, just to kind of get more information? Do you? No. I, a lot of the people that I have talked to um, are either going through similar situations that I went through with my with my dad okay. or um, they see the need. A lot of people, if they've experienced having to plan for somebody's funeral, a lot of the times they're on board. They're like, 
oh, I definitely need to to talk to you. I definitely need to get this in place. I understand the importance. Mm -hmm. You know, my my mom or my dad passed away without a will and it was hard. Um, So a lot of the times they're definitely on board with wanting to 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 get something done. Okay, well, that's good. That's good that they're willing to to do what they need to do mm-hmm. to, to make their, their lives easier. Right. Um, I know, I know talking about death is not an easy conversation, mm-hmm. um, but I, I really feel like it's, it's a needed conversation. Um, do you ever have to assist anyone with like organ donations if they want to be an organ donor or does that ever come up within the wheel if they decided to, sign up to do that or has that I actually been? I was gonna say I actually include that in my medical directive. It's it's more okay. of it's a medical power of attorney slash directive um where you can state if you want to be on a feeding tube, uh if you want uh medicine life-saving measures done, um mm-hmm. if if you what whatever it is that you think that you may object to or agree to you're putting it on there if you want to be an organ donor you're putting you're checking yes or no and you're putting your signature by it right. and that also has to be uh notarized as well okay okay so everything mm-hmm. has to be notarized mm-hmm. for sure to make sure so once they have completed your services mm-hmm. and you have the will ceremony mm-hmm. does is that when it gets filed with the court and um, I don't file anything with the court. I don't okay. file. Uh, I don't file anything with the court. What I do tell my clients is, um, I provide them with the original of everything that I have, mm-hmm. and I give them a copy of it, and I basically let them know uh, the importance of talking to the people that you've uh, directed as your guard, uh, your 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 guardian, not your guardian, but your. Um, I can't even think. I'm having a uh, brain medical power of attorney well no whoever you're listing in your uh in your your will or your guardianship the okay i can't even i'm sorry i'm having a uh i'm having a brain block right now the administrator of your estate i'm sorry oh Um, okay okay whoever you're deeming to to have some kind of say or that you want to uh distribute your your belongings to have conversations with them and say hey uh i have a safe at home i'm gonna have my pet out i will share my password with you or place your your documents in a place where somebody can find it okay i'm not gonna file uh, i don't file anything with with our company but we have attorneys that you can retain to to um to do that for you if need be okay okay well good good so that way it's at least i guess that that's what makes it official yes okay i mean well it's official once we notarize it that's your it's official um you just have to notify make sure that your people know where where your documents are what's going on and where you Mm -hmm. want right especially so you don't have to go and search through everything trying Mm -hmm. to find uh, trying to find documents and trying to find things. It would be easier if it's in one location and you just say, okay, we know it's here. Let's just mm-hmm. get there so we can execute. So how does that work with insurance policies? 
um, like, do you have to necessarily include that in your will when you're talking about insurance policies, uh, especially if you're working? Because, you know, your job usually has mm -hmm. an insurance policy. And then some people do like life insurance or term life. Do all those things have to be included in that will? Or is that just the given? Like, you know, you know, whoever you put down for the beneficiary, that's where the money goes to. I don't think you necessarily have to put it in there, but you do need to make sure that you have um, your beneficiaries listed on your insurance. Because if you don't list anybody, when when you pass away, who's going to direct everything for you? Right. So if you, and that that goes with your IRAs, your four hundred one ks, your bank accounts. Making sure that you're listing the proper people on your documentation. Because that will save a lot of time. Okay. On, at, at the end of the day, it saves a lot of time. I know when my dad passed, um, he listed us as his beneficiary. So we just took his insurance policy up to the funeral home. They contacted the funeral, uh, the insurance company, verified everything. And it was a smooth process because he had those things in place. Okay. But with the bank accounts, my daddy had bank accounts in several different places. So we're still oh. finding to this day his different bank accounts. Really? Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Which so, is another thing that I, I provide to my clients. I have um, a state planning packet that I, I also give them mm -hmm. once they finish with, uh, with everything, which basically lays out lays out everything for them. You're going to list all your bank accounts on there. You're going to list all your passwords to social media. You're going to uh, list all your, um, your, your creditors because okay. you have to close out these accounts. You have to look, contact the banks and let them know, you know, this person passed away. Here's the death certificate. There's so many things that people don't realize that you have to do when somebody passed away, you really need a vacation af afterwards because it's it's so much. It's, it's so much. It's so you 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 said the the creditors. So you have to, you know. Okay, let me let me tell you how I thought this mm -hmm. is how things were. So I thought that once you pass away, it's put into the system that mm -hmm. this person has passed and then it goes out to like social security federal mm -hmm. and all that and then they just flag all these accounts that's what that's how i thought it happened mm -hmm. i don't know if that's true or not no <laughs> okay. it's not it's not it's, it's, it's not no okay not even close so you said the creditors you have to contact them and let them mm -hmm. know you oh. have to contact all the creditors from the electric company to the if you have student loans you have to contact all these people all and yeah. let them know that your loved one has passed a lot of the times they want a copy of your death certificate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so and then some companies want the original so you have to make sure that you have enough insurance uh i'm sorry enough death certificates to pass out once once your loved one has passed and in addition to the creditors, you, like I said, you need to know where their bank accounts are. Otherwise mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to be looking for 
bank banks to inform them that your loved one passed. That your loved one. Passed. Um, right. In a, in addition, you need to know where they want to be buried, how yeah. they want to be buried, if they want to be cremated. You know, if they don't want to be cremated, maybe they want to go back to to where they were born versus staying where they they currently at. They so currently just at. having the the it's an uncomfortable but necessary conversation. Conversation, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a I had a patient of mine pass away, and um, this was I've known him for years, and uh, he was already on a limited income because he was mm -hmm. disabled. And so when he passed away, it was it was kind of like their, their his family was like, well, what do we what do we do? And I had no clue of what to do because I'm mm -hmm. like, I, I don't I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But the funeral home had their mom when she passed maybe several years back. So they were familiar with the family. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had contacted the friend home and I said, well, how's this going to work as far as burial? Like, I know he can't afford, you know, a service. Right. Um, so how are you going to provide like a memorial or something for him? But he, I, I think they just ended up doing like a, like a memorial tribute. But what the funeral home did is they worked with them in trying to, um, they call it a state burial where mm -hmm. you're just in a plain box. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't even know. I don't, I think, I don't even know if they actually buried him somewhere or if they actually cremated him, but they presented him, you know, to make him uh, presented to the family. And so I was just like, Oh, wow. You know, cause that just took me back. Like, dang, you, they don't have the funds to pay for a service, mm -hmm. let alone even trying to cream. I don't even know how much the cremation costs, right. but when they, they said the cheapest that, cause I, they explained to me like the cheapest that they could do was just a state barrel and it's just a regular box. And to yeah. me, I don't know. It just broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause you have people that can't afford the funeral services or even just a proper burial like everyone else. Um, so it can really be heartbreaking, you know, what to do for individuals like like that patient that I was mentioning um, before. So, you know, where do where should families start in having this conversations? Because I know that when I know that when I talked to um, my mom about being like a I had talked to her about being an organ donor, right? Because mm -hmm. it was, um, I can't remember what month it was. It was early this year. But we had some people that came to the job and they were talking to us and uh, and they were just saying like how African-Americans do not donate their organs. Mm -hmm. They just don't. They said it's not, the, the percentage is very low. Um, and they said they kind of struggle with trying to get um, organs of, like ours mm -hmm. to give to people that need them right and so it really touched me so i tried to have i i, I did Tremaine. i tried to have a conversation with my mom mm -hmm. and i it was just too much for her right you know she got really upset with me and said why do you want to have this conversation why do you want to talk about this and no you don't i mean she just 
flat out just laid it out like no you're yeah. not going to do this i'm i'm going to tell your husband i mean it was like i got in trouble <laughs> the belt <laughs> right pulling out the belt and i'm like okay but it was more so is that she felt that and i get it that when our loved one pass away we like to see them we like to give them mm -hmm. our respects you mm -hmm. know we like to go through all of that but then it's also like what happens after that you know to prepare for the funeral to the service and uh what's going to happen to all these different accounts and things like you have mm -hmm. mentioned you know so it's it is it is a lot but we don't we don't want to have that conversation and i'm just trying to figure out where should we start like great question i think what what you're doing now is is the start it's it's okay. sad to talk about death but it has to happen right i think forums like this where it's open communication and and just learning and getting the information um because you can you can look at look at an item and say oh i really i really like this necklace you know i want to pass this down to my my daughter or I want to pass this down. I mean, you can, it's sad, but you can also find some type of peace with it. Right. It's, you know, knowing that you're taking care of your family, knowing that they're going to be okay if, when you pass, especially after you do all of this, you're going to realize that maybe they're really set up. So if, if something happened tomorrow, you know, they're taken care of. You don't have to worry, you know, wrestle that they're not, they're not okay. Right. So I think forms like this, having open dialogue, you know, is a start. Okay. Yeah. Having that open dialogue. And, and, you know, even with, you know, age, death has no age to it. Right. So when it happens, it just happens. And I think it's really mm -hmm. good just to be prepared mm -hmm. rather than to be scared. Right. Um, and it just helps in the long and it's and it's really good for you guys to reach out to her her service. Um now let me ask you a question. Do you mm -hmm. only serve Texas? I should I should mention that in case someone reaches out to you and <laughs> and you're not in Texas. I'm like, uh oh. So are you able to provide services to other people outside of Texas? Right now I'm only servicing Texas. I'm gonna try to um find a team in Oklahoma. Uh, um, that I can work with. I, I need to find some attorneys that I can link up with uh, okay. to offer to offer this. And a lot of law firms, uh, estate planning law firms, they offer it. It may be at a higher cost. Um, one thing that I I thought about with my company is was making it affordable to the community because the community mm -hmm. is who I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to reach people like me, like you, uh, people like the uh, the people that that we represented in our wrongful death cases who may not have had the money to afford a will or whatever so um higher prices but if you can't come to me you can call me i can help you find somebody in your area or you know you can look on the internet google uh probate attorney okay okay mm -hmm. well that's good and Pre precious also said don't add florida in there as well she said she add florida yeah, well, she's she coming to Texas, was... so we're good. <laughs> oh, is she moving to Texas? Oh, yes. we changed the conversation. Oh, <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop. Well, 
<laughs> you know, we get distracted <laughs> when we start talking about <laughs> right talking about our sisters there. But okay, so that's good. So where do you have a social media or a website or how can how can they yes. reach you? What's your what's your connections there? So my website is www.mosaiclegalsupportservices.com. Okay. okay. Um, I can be reached. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to repeat it, but that's fine. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my phone number is 214-257-6509. And that's my business line. Okay. And you have regular business hours, right? From Correct. nine to five? Okay. Nine, nine to five, but I'll nine answer it. I'll, I'll answer it when it comes to my clients. I just want to make sure that this is done. So, okay, yeah, and because you're you're passionate about it, and I, am. I can definitely tell. And mm-hmm. I think that it's um, even though the situation that you had to go through, I know mm-hmm. it was tragic for you, but um, I'm happy to know that you use that to turn it into something to help other people uh, that were probably going through the same situation uh, Mm -hmm. that you, that you went to, well, you and your sisters went through. Um, And it's good to make sure that we give back to our community uh, because we learn a lot of things Mm -hmm. and we think that people know Mm -hmm. these things, but we don't, we don't know everything. You can't learn everything by, you know, going through school for 12 years and then college and all that. You can't know everything. And so it's good for you to be able to, to learn some new information and learn from other people as well. So I yeah. I truly do appreciate you taking the time to You're to welcome. share your story. I really do. I know that um, your attorney wanted to, I mean, one of your attorneys wanted to be on the podcast as well. And so mm-hmm. maybe we can have a part two segment okay. if that's okay. Um, yeah. Maybe one day when he's available and we can get that scheduled. And so some people can ask more questions about what they can do to 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 help um because i think that even even when we start having these conversations we need to make sure that we're putting the action with it right you know we we say we're going to do things um but then we don't finish it and so it it ends up being an issue in the long Mm -hmm. run so Mm -hmm. making sure that we see things from the beginning to completion right um and get things finalized as a is a plus. So it's a plus and a must, I should say. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what are some last last question for you? Because you know I can talk, sis. So what <laughs> what um what are some words of wisdom that you would give someone um that is seeking looking out for your services or probably in the situation that they're in right now where they need some type of legal help? What would be your words of wisdom to that family or that person. If if you're in a situation where you're having any type of question, if you should do this, you probably should do it. When we start questioning ourselves, that's that's when God is putting it on your heart. Hey, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand before my dad passed the importance of estate planning until I was in it. My dad passed six months later. My grandmother passed um, over a year. My my other grandmother just recently passed a year ago, and I had to do the same thing. 
you don't know when your loved one is going to pass. And I would hate for you to be in a situation where your kids get split up because you didn't you didn't have a guardian for your kids or your your loved one is uh, fighting over your property. That's that's a bad situation to be in. And then it's destroying your family. So if I could do anything, it would be just just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Well, that right there, I think that that summed it up very well. So stop second guessing yourself. Well, Jermaine, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on Shirtity Tuesdays to encourage and to inform my people about what's going on and, and letting them know to get their affairs in order. Right. Don't be afraid to have those conversations. If you are listening to this on repeat, please make sure that you go and follow her. Her, her business name is Mosaic Legal Support Services. Um, if you Google it, I'm quite sure it's going to bring up her website. And so she did give out her number if you want to be able to reach out to her personally and ask her business hours and ask uh, any questions that you may have. So once again, Jermaine, thank you so much. Guys, remember to follow me on social media. I'm on Share the Tea with V. I'm on all of, all of the social media accounts except for the, um, uh, I was about to say the tick of the talk, but that's, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I can't even think of the name. Oh, Snapchat. See, I can't. <laughs> I probably need to stop saying it. Snapchat. But anyway, follow me on Shadow T with V. And remember to be intentional, be insightful, and most definitely be impactful. Until next time, I'll see you next Tuesday, guys. And thank you again for following Shadow T with V. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.